I'm Heidi Harris. Welcome to the Heidi Harris Show podcast. You can find this three times a week at iTunes, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Subscribe for free. And you can join me weekdays, 9 to 10 a.m. at 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas, live from the Las Vegas Strip. I got to tell you, I am disheartened by all the ridiculous media coverage of crying children on the border when nobody really cared when Obama was doing the same thing. Listen, I don't want children separated from their parents. I hate the fact that there are a lot of people living in third world countries who don't have what we have. I can't stand it. I would like the entire world to have the prosperity and the freedom that we have. But that's just not the way the world works. And everybody who wants to come here can't come here, whether they have kids or not. Now, there are people who will lie and say those children are theirs when they're not really theirs. And there are people who are not going into the legal ports of entry to surrender themselves. So they get separated from their kids until the authorities can sort it out. Or the parents could turn around and go back home to Guatemala or Honduras or anywhere else. The ridiculousness, the lies, the things that are being thrown around, the propaganda when kids are being used as pawns, it's just ridiculous to me. The truth is somewhere in between, and obviously this is not a new policy implemented by Trump. Joining me this morning is Ira Melman from the Federation for American Immigration Reform with a little perspective on the situation. Welcome back, Ira, to the Heidi Harris Show. Thanks very much. All right, so here we go. Now it's for the children. Now this is the latest talking point. It's a hashtag on Twitter. Tell me the truth. What's going on? What's going on is that the administration has been given two bad options to deal with the problem of people bringing large numbers of coming in large numbers and bringing their kids to the United States. Either we can release the entire family within three weeks of their arrival, or we can hold the adults separately and try to find a place to put their kids in the interim. Uh, you know, the, the Congress has known about this problem. Uh, there, uh, there was a judicial decision that was handed down during the Obama administration, the Obama administration accepted, that says you cannot detain family units for more than 20 days. Uh, and so that signaled to people, particularly in Central America, come to the United States, bring your kids. If you come with kids in tow, uh, they can hold you for only three weeks, and then everybody has to be let go. Otherwise, you know, they're going to be separating families. So Congress has known about this, particularly the Democrats have known about it. They can fix it. Uh, if they don't want to see families separated, they can rewrite the law so that it is possible to detain entire families as a unit. Uh, but they're, they're refusing to do that because they don't really care about it. What they care about are the talking points. Yeah, they like the optics of this whole thing of crying children behind chain link fences and things like that that we're seeing. We're speaking with Ira Melman from the Federation of American Immigration Reform. You know, what's amazing to me is, of course, if you don't want to be separated from your kids or take that risk, don't come here. Let's start with that. You'd think word would filter back to people that it's risky to come here because I would never let someone take my child. I would never, ever put myself in that circumstance. I don't care how bad it was in El Salvador or anywhere else. I just wouldn't do it. But people are doing it. Maybe they're lied to. What do you think? Well, look, I mean, they were responding to the policy that we have in place. And, you know, it had, there's not been enough time for the people who are already in the pipeline, the people who are making their way to the United States, to respond to the policy announcement that Jeff Sessions made a few weeks ago. But over time, people will recognize that if they don't have a legitimate claim to, to enter the United States, uh, that this ploy is not going to work. And, you know, in the interim, until the people who have already started the journey arrive here, uh, we're going to see more of this. But eventually the word is going to filter back. I mean, we, we live in the age of social media. Uh, people find out pretty quickly, don't, you know, 
don't get on that trail to come to the United States illegally because uh, it's not going to work out for you. So, you know, unfortunately, in the short term, we are seeing these results. And look, look, nobody wants to see this going on. Nobody wants to see nobody, families right. separated. Of course not. But, but we also don't want to see children used as human shields. And right now, those are the only two options available. So, um, you, you know, you got to do something. Yeah. So the main reason for holding the kids is what? To make sure that mom and dad come back for a hearing? Well, they're holding the, the mom and dad. The judicial decision that the Obama administration accepted back in 2014, I believe it was, uh, says that you cannot hold entire family units for more than 20 days. Uh, it, it doesn't say anything about not being able to hold adults for more than 20 days. So what they're doing is saying we are going to hold the adults until such time as we can determine if there is a legitimate claim for them to enter the United States. Uh, you know, we will place the children in the custody of family members here in the United States or in the custody of HHS when that's not possible. Uh, but we, you know, we're not going to simply turn the entire family unit loose, uh, knowing full well that we're probably never going to hear from them again. So, right. you know, th th that's what needs to be changed. And you can't determine the truth about whether these kids are really related to people or any of that kind of stuff. There are lots of folks who will, you know, obviously use a kid as a ruse. That's correct. Uh, you know, one of the other problems is the anti-trafficking law, a well-intentioned law, obviously, to prevent the, the trafficking of human beings, particularly children. Uh, but in, what, what has happened is that it has created opportunities for human traffickers. Uh, unless you come from Canada or Mexico, if you show up at the border and you're under 18 years of, of age, we have to allow you in to press a, a claim, which can take years. Uh, and so what we're seeing now, or what the Border Patrol reports, is that in many cases uh, you have these smugglers, you have these traffickers posing as parents, bringing these kids in. And the only way to really determine if they really are the children of the people who they're accompanying, uh, it, you have to separate them for a while to figure that out. So, look, I mean, if people have a legitimate claim and these are legitimately their children, uh, then the whole family is going to be allowed to remain here in the United States. But if they don't have a legitimate claim, uh, then we simply can't allow them to use our humanitarian policies to bypass our laws. Yeah, and once again, these are the people who are putting their own children at risk. And I understand why they want to come to America, but they are taking the risk that their kids are going to be cared for. And not that anybody in the United States that we know of is going to you know, try to hurt these kids, but this is a situation rife with possibilities of kids getting molested, and God knows what will happen to them if they're separated from their parents and put in huge groups of other kids who don't speak the language. I mean, this is horrifying for a child. It is. And look, we're seeing evidence that, you know, once they get into the United States, they are preyed upon by gangs like MS-13. Yeah. I mean, of all places, the Washington Post ran a big story last week about a middle school in a suburban Washington, D.C. neighborhood where the kids are, you know, being recruited for gang membership. Uh, the middle school is being terrorized by these gang members. Uh, these are the consequences of policies that we have refused to fix for a long time. It's just terrible. It really is. So now at this point, like you said, hopefully it'll slow down somewhat. People will stop bringing their kids here when they start to realize that they could potentially be separated from them. So the process is what? They, they're turned over to HHS or turned over to families if they know for sure. And we don't know that either. We can't determine whether these people they're going to be possibly turned over to are legal relatives, right? I mean, what a mess. 
Right. Well, in many cases, they're they're not here uh, legally, which is why uh, you know when, when HHS tries to follow up, these people mysteriously disappear. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was another uh, ruse that was perpetrated by the people who say we should just let everybody in. Uh, HHS didn't lose these kids; they were being hidden by relatives who said we, you know, basically said we don't want them to be found. Uh, so, you know, again, th- th- these are issues that we're going to need to deal with. But in the meantime, you know, the, the kids are being cared for either by these relatives or by the American taxpayers, by the way, at a cost of $670 per child per day. Wow. Uh, you know, the, the pictures from 20. 20- 2014 uh, that actually took place before this administration was in power. The ones that got splashed all over social media. Uh, that that's not the real the, the real picture. The, re, the real picture is that these kids are being really well cared for. Uh, you know, afforded things that a lot of homeless kids in the United States would like to to be able to take advantage of. Uh, at the at great expense to the American taxpayer, $670 a day per child. Unbelievable. And ultimately, back to the same thing. If your kid is mistreated and we don't want that to happen, obviously, or if your kid is even traumatized by being taken away from you, let's go back to mom and dad. Stop taking these risks with your kids. They're lucky if they survive the trek up here, much less having to deal with this, uh, you know, being detained. Right. I mean, the, the, the parents are ultimately responsible. And, you know, if we were able to change the law, and Congress can't seem to do anything these days uh, to say that, look, you know, we are going to have family detention facilities where the entire family is detained together, but we're not simply going to turn everybody loose three weeks after they arrive here so that they can disappear. Uh, you know, you, there have to be more options available. Uh, you can't blame, you know, the administration for choosing among two really bad options. Yeah, Congress needs to act. Hey, coming up in September, it's the Federation for American Immigration Reforms annual Hold Their Feet to the Fire back in D.C. That's always a fun event. I'm going to be thrilled to be back there and broadcasting live from there. Should be great. I know you have a lot of guests planned, fantastic guests on the immigration issue, and I'm really looking forward to it. Looking forward to seeing you there. Yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Thank you, Ira. I appreciate the clarity, as always. Thanks. So there you have it, the perspective from the Federation for American Immigration Reform. We know the left's perspective. We know how the left sees this because they are using these kids as pawns in their propaganda campaign. And unfortunately, I hate to see these kids used in this situation. And as I mentioned, I can't stand the fact that everybody doesn't have the prosperity that we do in America. It's not fair. It's terrible. Nobody should have to live like people live in third world countries. But the bottom line is everyone can't come here. It just can't work out that way. We don't have enough room for everyone because all that does is destroy the country ultimately. Yes, we're a country built on immigrants. We understand that. But you just can't bring in masses of people with no education, who don't speak the language, who are going to basically get on the public dole for the most part. You can't do that. And back in the days of Ellis Island when masses of immigrants were coming in, at least they checked them for health and they made sure they weren't going to be a public charge. It's an entirely different situation now. And... I just can't stand the fact that there are so many lies being perpetrated as if people like me or Donald Trump who want to honor our border security are bad human beings who want to see children suffer. Those aren't your two options, children suffering or border security. Those aren't your only options. If I were a parent, the last thing I would do is ever turn my child over to a stranger. I would not risk it. I would not risk coming to a country where that was a possibility, yet we've got people doing that. They just assume that we're going to let them in. And what is that based on? That's based on weak policies of Obama and weak policies of his predecessors. It's not just Obama. The Bushes did this. 
Ronald Reagan pushed this in the 1980s with the immigration bill. Teddy Kennedy did this in the 60s. So these people are just trying to get here and they think they have a right to come and they think the president's going to let them in. They think they just show up, they're going to get in the door. You got to understand, these are a lot of people who in many cases don't have the internet. They have word of mouth trying to explain to them what they can do. And there are coyotes who will tell them, yeah, you can get there, no problem. We'll take their money and leave them stranded. So it's not the American people who are screwing them over. It's the folks who are lying to them, the folks on their side of the border, the folks in their countries who are lying to them and telling them, oh yeah, no problem. You show up, it's all good. Well, that's not the way it works. But unfortunately, nobody wants to talk about those people and their complicity in this tremendous mess. The immigrants get stuck in the middle. The Americans want to protect the border. The coyotes will lie to people to get their money, to bring them up here. And then the kids get stuck in the middle and the parents too. And it's terrible. It really is a complete mess. And Congress doesn't want to act. The Democrats want them here to vote and the conservatives want them here to work in their chicken farms. That's the truth. Nobody wants to take this seriously, and it's a continuing disaster. But as long as we have better stuff on our side of the fence, people are going to want to come here. That's reality. I'm Heidi Harris. You can join me weekdays, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. on 670 a.m. KMZQ in Las Vegas. And, of course, you can catch my podcast three times a week at HeidiHarris.com, or you can subscribe live at iTunes. Once again, HeidiHarris.com is the website. Check it out for all my social media, Facebook, Twitter, etc., and some blog posts I put up and whatnot. And you can also sign up for my free newsletter and you can pick up a copy of my book. There's a link there at HeidiHarris.com. My latest book is called Don't Pat Me on the Head. Have you ever been kicked around at work? Mm-hmm. Well, so have I. We've all been there, right? I've got some great tips for how to come through that and survive. In my book, Don't Pat Me on the Head, some lessons I learned from 20 years of talk radio. So pick it up at Amazon.com or the link is at HeidiHarris.com. Until we meet again, remember, you were created for a purpose. Here's Tony Scottwell.